Yo, welcome to another episode of the Outrighteous Podcast, home for your outrageous but always righteous um, entertainment and information. Uh, today, I was like, let me do a serious episode. Well, maybe not too serious. I don't know how serious we're going to get. We're going to talk about some topics that people may be thinking about that I, um, I actually reached out to a couple of people before the episode and got their opinion on some of these topics and, and, and just to check and see if they were triggered by the topics or however they felt about them. But I felt like the best person for me to do this episode with and attack these topics and have this discussion and dialogue with um, is my boy Eric Moore, E. Moore. Um, so, E, say something real quick. Man, I'm very happy to be on the Our Righteous podcast. Hey. I'm hey. excited for this episode. I'm so proud of Devin and all the, all the great work he's done with, hey. with this. And, uh, you know, and the No Negations brand, too. So, Hey, I'm very happy to be here. Happy to answer any questions. For sure. And, and uh, be informative as well. And then also, um, just so y'all know, y'all have seen me put it on Instagram a, a lot. I've been putting it on Instagram. Um, the 12 Votes podcast. So Eric is the co-host. Yes, sir. Yeah, 12 uh, Votes podcast available yeah. uh, wherever you listen to your podcast from Apple Music to Spotify. Uh, so definitely check us out on there. Google, Google Play podcast as well. So uh, definitely check us out on there, 12 Votes podcast. We talk about... A lot of politics, uh, government affairs, but also uh, pop culture. For sure. And um, and like I, I before we started recording, I was um, telling E that um, they man they had this episode where they were talking about like Black Panther and um, the movie and, and sort of how I don't want to say it got snubbed at the Oscars, but just some of the some of the awards that it didn't win or get nominated for and how it should have been nominated. Me personally. Um, like I was agreeing with everything that you were saying as far as like there were a lot of things that it didn't get nominated for that it yeah. probably should get nominated for. Definitely got snubbed. I mean, I think that was the Academy Awards. I think it was like Academy Awards and the Oscar. So it actually did get nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty big. I think it's oh, one right. of the first Marvel movies to get nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the one of the highest selling. Uh, Marvel movies, movies of all time. Yeah, so and then Avengers dropped, and then yeah, then Avengers dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things too. It was like, yeah. yeah, I mean, Black Panther did sell high, but you know, so did the Avengers movie after it. I mean, there's a lot of buzz around those movies. I don't know what it is. Right. Why people like Marvel movies so much right now. They do. Well, with all that being said, um, sitting here with E. Eric Moore from the Twelve Volts Podcast. Let's talk about some of the things that. That, um, that you came here to discuss. And one of the big things that I wanted to talk about, and I had put it on Instagram, um, this specific topic. And actually, the crazy thing is, is I screenshotted the results. So after I uh, introduced the topic, then I'll go into the, the results of the screenshot. So um, the result, the question was, does the MAGA hat and the Confederate flag mean the same thing? Um, and so I put it up on Instagram to see, you know, who would say yes. I get the same feeling when I see both and who would say no. And when I when I look back at the I have two different Instagram profiles. So the one that I put up for the podcast actually got a totally different number than the one that I put on my personal page. And hold on one second. I'm pulling that one up right now. Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, what what people are comparing the two. Yeah, that came out too. Because, because you know what, when when I put it up. So before I read the results, the reason why I put it up is sort of is because me personally, I get the same feeling when I see, um, you know, whether it's the MAGA hat or the uh, Confederate flag. But to me, the reason why I get the same feeling from it is because of the the symbolism that the MAGA hat has turned into. Um, I think that the MAGA hat has tur- almost turned into a symbol that people use um, as a way to say... Uh, as a way to show power over another group. Like, people literally have put the MAGA hat on because it's one thing to take pride in whoever you vote for, which I'm fine with people taking pride in who they vote for. But it's almost like sometimes people wear the MAGA hat to throw it in your face or to for it to be a slap in the face to whatever group didn't, you know, appeal, whatever group didn't look for that president to become, look for Donald Trump to become president. So, mm-hmm. so here's the... Um, here are the percentages. So on my personal page, the percentage of people who said do do the Make America Great Again hat and the Confederate flag mean the same thing, 78% said yes, and 22% said no, they don't mean the same thing. Um, Did 78% say yes? 78% said yes. So let's say this. for the Out of that 78%, it looks like 
most of those people were they was black people. It was African American. Okay. Um, the people who said no, it was one white person, and then it was wow. four black people. Mm. Well, and you said you they're alike to you. Yeah, to me they are alike. Okay. Um, and to me they're like one because me personally. I am triggered just by Donald Trump's ethics, not necessarily his um, role as president or not necessarily his motives or, you know, it's more of his ethics and who he is and the decisions that he makes when it comes to not just my people, but people in general. Mm -hmm. um, it's really why I don't agree with some uh, most of the things that Donald Trump stands for. So I think that when people did say yes, maybe that's the same feeling they get but as you as being somebody that's involved in politics and being yeah. somebody that also has a hand in the communities too yeah I, I'll say this I, I think the the two uh, two two of these uh, things the MAGA hat and the Confederate flag I think they have similar supporters mm -hmm. I think there's people who, who support or who who wear the um, Confederate flag and you know, they might have their Confederate flag waving in their car and they have a MAGA hat on. Right. Now, I would say there's a lot of people who who support the Confederate flag that probably don't like Trump, too. And there's a lot of those mm, people. I don't think they're, they're that's one, deep. Yeah, I don't think they're one of the same. To me, uh, the MAGA hat, one symbolizes Donald Trump uh -huh. as a person. These are people who, I don't think they necessarily support everything Donald Trump does, but they don't care how you feel about it. And they're, they're trying to show, convey that message with the with the MAGA hat. I think for the same reason that Kanye West wore it. He wore it to show that he doesn't care how you feel about him. Mm. So he's going to wear the hat knowing that, yes, it might trigger you. It might frustrate you. It might, you might think that it's a racist hat and these people don't care how you feel about it and they're trying to show you that. I don't think that people wear them just because they're racist, but it's more of a thing where we don't care how you feel and those type of people who want to incite that reaction out of folks. Um, I think like wearing the hat, but I think one of the main things is that you know, it's nationalism, but also showing showing them, uh, showing you that they don't care how you feel about wearing the hat. Right, but see, I also get that same feeling from people who like drive around with the Confederate flag in their car. Like typically, when people have the Confederate flag in their car, I've heard people tell me like, "Oh no, it's not that I'm racist. I'm just from the South, so this flag means a lot to me." But the flag was it literally does, it does mean a lot to them, right? But and correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the flag when the South was trying to be separate from the North and was doing their own thing, which involved African Americans being enslaved. Correct? Yes. So if you're from the South, and slavery you... means a lot to the people in the South. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, going back to uh, that time or the antebellum time period, uh, they actually in the South, some of them will say that to this day. Actually, it's uh, the War of Northern Aggression. So. Many people in the South believe that they didn't start the war. Uh, they some of them believe they won the war. The Civil right, war yeah, about. I've heard that. And uh, that's why they call it the Rebel Flag. It was a, a flag uh, showing that they rebelled against the United States, and almost won. Some of them felt like they did win. Uh, that's what the flag symbolizes to me. So, uh, you know, in kind of making it uh, simple, I think the uh, flag is worse than the the hat. Mm -hmm. So, to you, the flag does symbolize almost like oppression, and uh, specifically. To you, the flag is it disrespect? Like, do you feel disrespected as African American male when you see somebody with the? Co would you get in the car with somebody? Like, I wouldn't get in the car with somebody like that. I don't, I, I don't necessarily feel dis disrespected in a way because of, that's it's out there. It's it's a thing. Uh -huh. I don't really, you know, converse with folks who uh, wear uh, Confederate flag gear. You know, so, right? Um, but I understand they slavery was huge and. I like that the flag still exists. I know there's a lot of people saying, well, people stores should stop selling it, but I think, you know, we got to remember what happened, you know, and how that right. these people are still around, these people still, mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's what it means to me as well. It's, it's rebellion, but also, man, I wish I could go back to this way of life where, mm -hmm. where we were enslaving black people. Right. That's what, the, that's what that Which, means to me. Now that, that, I think there's some of those people who might wear the hat, but I don't, I don't think they're connected because the, uh, the rebel flag, the Confederate flag, will be around before it was around before Trump, and will be around after Trump. Mm -hmm. This mag hat deal is just about Donald Trump. It's just you think so? It's just his hat. It's it, it's, it, it's him. Because I don't I don't necessarily think Donald Trump hates black people. Mm -hmm. I don't really I don't think that's the case. People rebel flags. I don't think they like black people. Right now, 
and it, you know, and, and it's only you know looking at Mississippi the history right there, but uh, I don't think Donald Trump. Uh, and so, and not that. So basically, one of the big things, and one of the biggest reasons why I'm having this episode of the podcast is because this podcast is extremely unbiased. So it's like I'm not gonna get on here and be like, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that, and I'm also not gonna get on here and defend Donald Trump either. So like, yeah, I mean, well, I'm a I'm a Democrat. I'll say that, but I mean, I think man, Donald Trump, he was engaged to a black woman at one point in time. I mean, not saying that that makes you not racist, right? Uh, but yeah, really because you could definitely marry somebody and still yeah, and, and and hate their people or whatever. But I don't uh-huh. think Donald Trump is like. I mean, and it it's it's neither neither here nor there. I think there's a lot of people who are way more racist. If you want to call Donald Trump racist, there's a lot of politicians who are much more who have showed you know that that, that they're racist. I think Donald Donald Trump is an old white man. He has kind of a lot of old white man beliefs mm-hmm. and but he also wants to see both sides of things so he he tries not to rush and then when he's saying oh there's there's bad people on both sides when that that stuff took place mm-hmm. and uh and was that virginia but even that if in the case but even if donald trump himself might not be racist i think that he is backed and supported by a lot of definitely people who are definitely. um who are racist or who do have you know, these prejudice towards minority groups or even women, you know what I'm saying, when I, in, in, in that minority group. And so that's why I feel like the MAGA hat does mean more than just Donald Trump. And I don't think that after his term, whether it's just this term or whether he does another four, um, I don't think that the MAGA hat is going to be something that's bigger than him. Because you know how you have people who still say Obama is my president? Yeah. yeah but I don't know, man. I, I really don't see... With Donald Trump, I think he just won... He just figured out how to win the election. Right. I don't think there was that. I mean, he she started a movement. I mean, the 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 MAGA hat is free advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Donald Trump definitely won the racist vote. Right. You know, if you if you, I'm sure if you surveyed a you know a couple hundred racist people, I'm sure ninety five percent of them voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. Over Hillary. Uh, so we got that vote, but that that base is always going to be out there. There's always going to be racist people having to vote for somebody. Right. For sure. And I think there's, you know there's a lot of them that. Might have voted for, you know, they haven't been voting for Obama in a while. Mm-hmm. But I think there's racist people who, if they had a choice to vote for a white man and the Democratic ticket, would have voted for that person. Right. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is I've been hearing a lot of people say, like, a lot of people of color um, say, like, don't vote for the Kamala Harris lady, who I haven't yet done too much research into. Um, yeah. But I know specifically they said that, like, don't vote for her because um, some of her... Um, some of the bills that I think she tried to pass or she is um, or that she supported were what led to a lot of the incarceration for African-American males. Um, mm. and now, it's still so much more information that I need to gather on her before I can say whether I would vote for her or not or whether people should vote for her. But, Which is good. Yeah. And I like that people are doing that, uh, you know, spreading the, the message not to vote for somebody. Um, Just because you know, they black. Two years before the election. Right. Um, yeah, you're not going to vote for that person now. You can right. vote for that person in 2020. For sure. So Definitely. So, you know, yeah, don't vote for Kamala Harris right now. Don't vote for anybody right now. You shouldn't have your, you shouldn't, well, unless you could, but uh, I like to tell people to, you know, have a list and and, and uh, research your candidates before you vote for them. You know, don't vote for anybody based on race. Don't vote for somebody based on their gender right. or their sex or whatever. You know, vote for somebody because you looked at what they have done in the past, and you look at their policies, and you're in favor of those, and they they work for you. Vote for that person then. Yes, Kamala Harris has been tough on crime. Mm-hmm. She was a prosecutor. You know her job was to be tough on crime. She's also tough on, uh, you know, child molesters and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Very tough. Oh wow! Yeah, right. Very tough on that. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then look at her in the, the Senate committee hearings. I mean, she's a strong candidate. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, stop looking at her as a woman or looking at her as in Jamaican Indian. Right, right, person, yeah. You know, yeah. look at her as a person equal to the others in the race and vote based on that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, me, so what I will say is is that a lot of people, I think especially in our generation, people always hear, like, research your candidates, know who you're voting for and things like that. But is that process the same as, jumping on Google and typing in that candidate's name and just reading articles? Like, yes. what would you say goes into the process of researching them? Yes, very simple. Yeah. Look at their social media. Mm-hmm. Google them. Look, check out their Wikipedia. 
it's not hard. They're, everything they do is public record. Right. So look at our past, but then also look at, you know, that's what I'm saying. You're not voting for this person now. You're voting for them in 2020. They, she is, I don't know if she has a website. I'm sure she has a website already, but I mean, we don't have any policies from her. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard her speak as a presidential candidate, really, mm-hmm. um, other than when she announced. So, yeah, like, listen to some of that because, you know, people could make mistakes. You might, you know, I haven't looked at her whole, like, record, but, yeah, she was tough on crime. Does she feel that way now? I don't I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people change, man. It's, it's, you know, and, and, you know, I think that's when, I'm not going to say this is related to the MAGA hat thing, but, you know, this, uh, I think one of the reasons a lot of people wear the MAGA hat is, is, uh, is uh, they're running from rebelling against political correctness. Um, you know, right now we have the, the tendency to attack people and to cancel people based on things that they did 10 years ago. You know, let her grow. She might not feel the same way she did, you know, you know, back when she was a prosecutor. I think we definitely do. We definitely do hold people accountable for stuff that they do, um, even when they're young. But uh, the reason why I feel like uh, I, I think that there's a difference between being politically correct and just being outright disrespectful, though. You're right. Dis- yeah. Being disrespectful, being ignorant. Uh huh. Yes, those are two right. Those are two totally different things. And so, whether you like Donald Trump or not, the things that he says are so straightforward that is disrespectful. Which is crazy because I actually was just told off of my past episode that I wasn't necessarily disrespectful. It was just so straightforward that it was disrespectful. So now I see what people are saying. Not because you have I, 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 I. It's a. It's this line, man, because it's sometimes it's not disrespectful if you're not calling anybody names. If you're just okay, saying, but he does honest, that though. Yeah, so Donald Trump calls people names, right? He and he he uh, won the Republican primary by calling people names. Exactly, that's rude. And making comments that's yeah. like out insane that you wouldn't even expect a political figure of or that a level. A businessman or you know, anyone, lo- yeah, a family to, man to lose their jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's totally right. So, and, and again, this, and, and that's why it's so messed up because I, I don't agree. With, I don't look personally. I don't agree with you know most of the things that Trump does. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the the argument over political correctness um, doesn't help when you start talking about Trump because he's clearly uh, he 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 uses the term political cor- politically correct in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, like like Devil was saying, he calls, calls people names, and then you get mad. He says, "Okay, well, I'm not politically correct, but right. uh, you're being rude." Right. Um, but in a lot of other cases, for instance, the Kamala Harris thing, let her grow. She might, you know, feel different. You know, in, in all the candidates, they might have done things. There's some people who who are also running who uh, who have done things that I I don't like. You know, mm-hmm. Even even Bernie and Hillary when they were running, they you know did things in the past that I wasn't in favor of, especially right. the Clintons. But you know, you gotta look at how they feel about that now. You gotta see how they feel now. Definitely, which is a big thing. And that's exactly like the same way that you said. You know, people may have done something ten years ago, and then. I mean, every, everybody, man. I mean, look at Obama and the and, and the uh, Clintons. They weren't for uh, same-sex marriage, right? You know, mm-hmm. until you know a few years ago. So right, you know, we're not killing them for that. Definitely. I mean, they Obama was talking about, uh, you know. Uh, being tough on border security, mm-hmm. you know, all those folks were talking about being tough on border security, and but they've changed now. So yeah, you know, and so and you can't pick and choose who you want to cancel, you know. Right, and so on a on a twelve votes podcast, something that you all talk about politics and pop culture, um, which involves both you and Demar, which is the other co-host of the twelve votes podcast, yeah. to be um, Demar LeBron Sheffy is his name for the Cleveland folks out there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Google him. Google him. Um, with, so your podcast and your platform requires both of you to be open-minded um, and also have an awareness of what can trigger people, what can't trigger people. But where, how, do you, how do you determine the times to be politically correct and then to just say how Eric feels or just for DeMar to just say how he feels because you both also have a political uh, a hand in politics? Yeah, well, it's just honesty, just being honest. But again, there's a difference between being politically correct and being rude. Uh huh. I don't feel like I'm a rude person, at least most of the time. Right. So <laughs> yeah. So I can say how I feel without being rude and or offensive. It, yeah. It it becomes politically correct because I'm not trying to offend people. Like mm-hmm. there's a difference between trying to make a joke and trying to offend people. Definitely. 
you know, and offend people for the sake of comedy, that's not being politically correct because you are intentionally hurting people. Right. And and that's sort of so and and that's what happened to Kevin Hart with the whole what was it the Oscars thing yeah. where he was supposed to host it and I think he had made a joke about gay people like in 2009. Made a tweet about it. I think that's what it was. He made yeah, a tweet, tweet about yeah. gay people in 2009. Yeah. And then in 2019, maybe it was the later months of 2018, but then it rolled over in 2019. And now he's not hosting the Oscars. But I, do you feel like, because I'm in this place, I'm in this space of life where I feel like people should be able to be honest and not necessarily be penalized for it. Um, so we, when you have, say you have somebody who's like, they go on a radio show and they say, I don't agree with same-sex marriage. It's funny because if they go on this radio show and they say that they don't agree with same-sex marriage or they don't agree with whatever, now they're losing out on other interviews. Now they can't host a TV show or they can't host these award shows. And it sort of makes people scared to have any sort of opinion at all. And I think the importance, which I can, what I can get with, when it comes to if you're wearing the MAGA hat because you want to speak out against being politically correct, in a sense, I can get with that. But overall, I'm personally not getting with anything with the MAGA hat. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I see what you're saying there. And, uh, yeah, you shouldn't, if you, you can speak out against being politically correct and mm-hmm. not have the MAGA hat on. You're wearing the MAGA hat to draw attention and to mm-hmm. incite some type of action or, uh, from somebody. Right. So that's why people are wearing the MAGA hat, in right. my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, for attention. And then the name of it, 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 the abbreviation is for Make America Great Again. And so it's like, when you say Make America Great Again, what really does that mean? You know? I mean, I mean it, it means, you know, put America back on top because America, you know, is being taken advantage of by a lot At of what countries. cost, though? Like, I get that it means to put America... Is, man. I guess we got to, you know, we got to decide. I mean, for one, it's, you know, the border wall, you know, mm-hmm. they're being shut down. Right. Uh... He feels like him and his supporters, mm-hmm. a majority, you know, majority of America feels like they, um, that we protect our borders, that we're gonna be helped right. in some way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and it's funny you bring that up because so now the um, by the time everybody hear this and, and even now while we're recording, uh, the government is back up and running. Um, yeah. And so for three weeks, for three, four. For the next three weeks, yeah. it'll be back up and running? Yeah. Okay, so so explain to us, what does that mean when you say, like, just for three weeks, and then after those three weeks? What what does what this state that our government is in right now mean for us as people? Man, it's like, uh, it's like the government's on layaway right now, man. Like, mm. you know, they, you know, they got to come up, they got to come up with something else. They got to come up with, with some more something. Okay. To to get the government officially back, but we got it for three weeks, and it's a three week period for us to get our our stuff together. And so, if they can't get it together in these three weeks, it'll go back into being shut down for however long. So basically, Donald Trump said uh, he's gonna. So so the government shut down because they didn't approve the federal budget. Uh huh. Um. So you can't you know you can't start without the budget. Mhm. So. We haven't started. I mean, in the past few years, our government has been getting shut down. Right. Because Democrats and Republicans can't agree. Yeah, because it was shut down. Was it shut down two times when Obama was? Yeah, it was shut down under Obama over that medic, uh, the Obamacare stuff. Uh-huh. Um, it was shut down for 20 days, mm-hmm. which was the longest time back in 95, I think, when Clinton was president in 95, 96. Uh, so now we're at, the, you know, we're at the longest shutdown in... Really, people gotta start getting their, their checks and all that stuff too. They've been out at work for a month, so yeah, you know, seriously. Really their checks. And also, Trump's been taking a huge political hit, uh, you know, because he wants to run for re-election, but you know, it's not. Uh, he's not polling well now, and uh, you know, politically, it's a good move to, you know, let people get some. And uh, but so you says, so you feel like it would have been better off for him to even avoid the shutdown in general, and. For politically, politically, so so you have one, you know, you have one set of people who are saying, "Let's build this wall." If we had to shut the government down, we gotta shut it down because we're not gonna cave and let Democrats get, get what they want because we won the presidential election, right? You know, so you know what we say goes, mm-hmm. and then you have Democrats who are saying, "No, we're not letting you build the wall." Now keep in mind that wall is already built they have to finish the wall and they need five billion dollars mm. 
Mm. Because a lot of people. Oh, okay. Because see, a lot of people were under the impression that the wall has not even been built yet. So it's in the process. A lot of the walls built just needs to be finished for five billion. Wow. Interesting. And our our budget's going to be like four to five trillion. Mm -hmm. He wants five billion out of that. Uh, But it goes back to, you know, early politics where you you don't want somebody to build something because that wall is going to be up after Trump's out of office. Yeah, and it's not going down. And that's the wall of Trump. And they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want any remnants of Donald Trump. And so you know what's probably gonna stay with the wall? The MAGA hat. Yeah, they gonna put a a, a MAGA hat. <laughs> yeah, <the> <laughs> they might. They might put Possibly, the word. Yeah, that'll be. And, and it's tough. I mean, politically, it's tough. I mean, the Dems even have uh, talked about giving, you know, five billion for border security, but just not letting that go to the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't really have the stats on how many illegal immigrants come into this country, but it's like you know, it's clear. I mean, it's another. Another reason why a lot of people think the MAGA hat talks about racism because there's a lot of immigrants that come from other countries like Russia and all that stuff. So are we going to build a dome over the country to right. keep people from flying in? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, hey, I don't know. Yeah. And so with with that being said, one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk to you about. So we, 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 we touched on um, the hat and, and what things can expect from the government. Oh, one more thing about the government being back up and running. So people aren't everybody isn't receiving checks from the time that they were working when it was shut down though right like they'll just be receiving checks for these next three weeks um i have no idea i think i think they should receive their their Mm -hmm. checks like if they haven't been getting paid yeah because i know like tsa was tsa people were calling off um at the time i don't blame them man i I was about to I was about to call off too if people stop getting their, uh, their food stamps and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Cause it's gonna yeah. be a hectic world out there, man. It will be. Can't feed their kids. It will. And yeah, man. And that's like the big thing about the whole government shutdown, though. Cause what we were in it for was it was it thirty something days? Yeah, thirty some days. Thirty some days. However, you know, man. elected officials are getting paid. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. I feel like they should give up their check. I don't know. Maybe some did that. Wait. Like so no, no one. No government workers were getting paid, but elected officials were getting paid. Yeah, like senators, congress people. Yeah. Wow. So does that go all the way down to even like, uh, does that like affect the, staff? The, the mayors and things like that of cities and? No, because they're getting paid by their city. Okay. Yeah. So it's just the federal government. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Wow, that's huge, man. So nobody that works is getting that check. Well, that's why Donald Trump had the uh, McDonald's and stuff at the. Yeah, but I feel thing. like that was. Um, well, they didn't have a kitchen, so you had to you had to cater food. Okay, but you couldn't have you couldn't have got food catered from any other place. Like it's a whole oh, lot of places man. that do food catering, That's and my man's went and he got McDonald's. I would have personally, as a athlete that made it that far, I would have been offended. But then at the same time, I probably wouldn't have went though. Yeah, see, I, I would I definitely would have went because the White House. But I mean, when I was uh, you know, I was running track in college, uh-huh. we used to get money. I didn't really. I didn't use my money on McDonald's. For sure. I at least get some Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He could have at least got some Chick-fil-A. He could have at least been solid. Yeah. Hey, Chick-fil-A would have been solid. would have been solid. That's the gourmet fast food. Yeah. McDonald's, because they, they probably don't be eating McDonald's like yeah. that. Nah. We didn't eat McDonald's. Nah, uh-uh. You getting sick, you eat McDonald's. Yeah. At least to me. And they had the four for fours. Yeah. Stacked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's tripping. Yeah. <laughs> he went to McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's, bro. McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. I'd have been so offended, man. I, I can't remember that. I don't remember the last time I was at Wendy's or Burger King. All right, well, Wendy's, I, I like Wendy's. You like Wendy's? Wendy's is a for sure spot. Yeah, four, four, but then I had something weird happen to me. At, yeah, I had something weird happen to me at a Wendy's one time, so I was like a little scared off. I'll right. tell you. All right, so look, this is what's crazy. So, okay. Um, He's missing a chicken nugget. Nah, yo, so I'm going to Wendy's, right? And... When I uh, put my order in, I go to the first window, and I hand this dude my card, and I'm waiting for him to hand me my card back, and he hands it back to me. I then pull up to the second window to get my food, right? And this girl's at the window. She hands me my drink, and she closed the window, and she walks away for a minute. She comes back to the window with the dude and another girl, and they, like, they open the window. While I'm waiting on my food, they're like, excuse me. Do you like boys? Because my friend think you cute. And it's the dude from the first Ooh. window. So I'm like... Okay. Yo, so dumb. Okay, no. Bro, so look. Hey, so, Deb is knocking him out, <laughs> man. So look. I'm in shock, bro. I'm like, what? 
no. And I just didn't know how to handle it. So I'm I'm in shock, but I wasn't freaking out, though, because I'm like, I'm not about to, like, spaz on, dude. But I'm in the car like, bro, I don't even want my food. I might just pull off because I'm so on the spot right now. So they come back. So you didn't answer what you said? I said no. Oh, okay. Oh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> he said, what? What? <laughs> Ain't even answered, man. No. Nah. Let, me, let, me, let me come inside, man. Let me, let me chop with y'all. Let me wrap with y'all for a little bit. I for sure. No, I said no. I was like, what? No. And so then the girl closed the window. He walked away. He looked heartbroken, but I was sorry because he yeah, still. He he, but he stood there, though. He stood there. He wasn't for you to After I said, nah, he stood there. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, what made me so salty was they had asked me that before they gave me my food. So I was still sitting at the window after being asked that. And so um, the girl come back to the window. She's like, yo, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you if I did. But at this point, I'm like, yo, just please give me my food. And they still didn't get my order right. But I didn't go back. I just took it. So, yeah. So you don't go there anymore. No, I still go there. Okay, I still right. go there. It's Wendy's, though. Yeah. Like, to me, it's Chick-fil-A, it's gourmet food, and then it's Wendy's right Wendy under, under underneath. Right under okay. there. Um, but yeah, you got the whole thing away. Right? Nah, yeah. I definitely kept the meal. I'll do, I'll do a, you know what I'm saying, a filet fish every once in a while. From, from McDonald's. where? McDonald's? Yeah. You foul. Nah, man. You foul. Hey, that, it's cod. <laughs> it's, it's not real, cod. bro. It's not. It's, it's not Alaskan real. Cod. It's not real. I seen them catch it. It's... <laughs> Right over there uh, in Lake Erie. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the poison, yeah. dead fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. sure. With all the pollution. And man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you definitely going to turn into, like, yeah. Spider-Man or something. Yeah. What do you think those that? chicken nuggets are yeah. made out of from, uh, from money? You know what's crazy is I heard chicken nuggets was made out of, like, random parts. Of the ch- like, it's not even, like. Yeah, like. I heard some weird. Toes. Yeah, like, grind, yo, grind up. somebody told me, like, a beak at one point, bro. I feel like beaks are expensive, though. Well, a chicken beak? Oh, no, I chicken beak. Would chickens count as beaks? Is that a beak? Let's Google that. I don't, do chickens have beaks? Do chickens have beaks? They got the thing for sure. Do chickens have beaks? Yo, this is what we talk about on this podcast, bro. We we, we come they here. over here eating chicken beaks. Do chickens have... I'm not eating chicken beaks. Dude tried to feed me a chicken beak. Pause. And I, was, I, I thought they're... And I think they ground up the bones, too. Like the chicken bones. Yeah. They ground them up and then make them into nuggets. Yeah, okay, so maybe that's what they said. Maybe chicken bones. Okay, so chickens for sure have beaks. Okay. All right. So chickens for sure have beaks. Um, and so so the next thing that, one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk to you about too was um, in today's time where, and I'm going to tie artists in together. So let's just take Fortnite, for example, right? You have this game called Fortnite that... Billions of people are playing, okay? And they're streaming it, and they buy in the little, uh, what they call emotes, which is like the dance moves and all of that, right? Okay. And a lot of those dance moves are coming from artists who created these dances, and we're looking to make money off of creating this dance, but then these players that's playing Fortnite are buying them, and Fortnite's making all the money off of it, and the artist is making any, no money off of it. Okay. Um, it seems like in today's times, the culture as far as black culture and African-American culture is being attacked and people are walking away <laughs> with rewards okay. from attacking the culture. And one of the biggest things, like I know that, I feel like as blacks we're very forgiving, right? Like people will do stuff to us and we will forgive it. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is in what ways do we protect the culture that we have? There's a lot of things in our culture that I feel like we need to embrace. Like what? So let me give you an example. One of the things that I, that me personally, that I feel like we should embrace in the black culture is some of our behavior, some of our dancing. Now, if it's toxic, no, you don't embrace toxic behavior. But I'm saying that when we at cookouts and you loud and you playing music, and everybody's having a good time, that, that's, how black, that's how some black people party. Why is that something that's looked down on yeah, even see, in the black community? You know, because I, I can point out to times where I've heard like, uh, Italian people say, oh, a lot of Italian family, I'm Italian, that's what we do. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, black people were kind of, you know, like, oh, we're, we're trying to duck and hide when our, our cousin's loud. We are, stuff. yeah. And then even it's to a point to where, and, and these like are... big Greek weddings and all, like big Greek families, stuff like family, that. What's the ones, is it Jewish people where they break the plates? Yeah, something like that. But they all be going turning up, and we're like, 
and we scared to turn up. And I, I feel like those are one of the behaviors that, and I'm talking at anybody that is, I'm talking to everybody, but especially to the people that's listening to this, if you are black, I, I think there are certain things to be, there are certain things that you could be like, no, I'm not going to do that. But there are also certain things that you should embrace. The other thing, and people going to hate me for this one, so I'm about to receive a lot of backlash. But I'm about to say this, and I'm going to stand to it. Um, yeah, stick to it. Stick to it. That's what Outrighteous Podcast is about. You might say something outrageous, but you got to be able to justify it. Justify why you personally believe in it. Um, and that's the righteous part. But I personally believe that I think it's time that we really start to embrace the use of the N-word. And specifically not nigger, but nigger. This is why. Okay. So let me. Okay. So let me tell you why I feel like we should embrace it. It's not going anywhere. Okay. okay. Um, definitions can change over time. I, I understand that the word um, comes from a very... Uh, uh, a prejudice, a race, uh, it pretty much comes from a term that's filled with hate. I understand that part. But the definition and the use of the word has changed in our community. So when I say that we should embrace it, I mean that we should embrace the fact that we are using it as African Americans. And, and some people don't even go by African Americans. So as blacks, I think that we should embrace that word because it's not going anywhere. And it doesn't mean depend on how it's used and who uses it it doesn't mean the same thing that it used before so, but when you say embrace it what, is, what do you mean when it? I say embrace like it sell goods that have the n-word on it mm, that's a good question or like have stores like call like yeah you know. that's a good question because it, how do you like as far as the culture goes I think we do and this is tied into what, you, what you're saying we have to figure out how to monetize our assets mm-hmm. that are that are black. Mm. So and, so you saying yeah. that protecting the culture comes with learning how to monetize? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, and, you know, monetizing our culture and also like monetizing ourselves. Right. You know, because even now with music, like you, get, you know, to really be big, you gotta like be able to sell to white people. To really, you do. You know, NBA, NBA, NFL. I mean, you you gotta. Making money that you got to be marketable. We're not, yeah, like we're they're monetizing us, but we're not mm-hmm. able to monetize ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, well, okay. So, well, without I'll answer your question with this. When I say, when I when I say embracing the N word, for example, uh, do I mean putting it on the storefront? I think that if that's what you're comfortable with, people calling your store. If you can put that on the storefront and not be offended when somebody walking your store and be like, "Yo, I'm going to shop at whatever the place is called." What's it called? <laughs> you, you know that moving company, two dudes in a truck. Okay. Could be like two niggas in a truck. <laughs> it sounds so bad. <laughs> I think that I does it sound bad though if you use the word like if you use the word comfortably. I don't think that it sounds bad. That's, you don't go there. Two niggas so in a truck. You, yeah. Yeah. Like, who who if, moves your stuff? If I need two niggas in a truck, I'm going to I'm oh going to there. Lord. I'm going there. But this is why I'm saying oh that. Gosh. But what I'm saying is this, and that's fine <laughs> that you. It's fine that you feel that way. It's perfectly fine for yeah. you to feel that way. But what I'm saying is, why can't we get a different word? Why can't we just come up with a whole different word? Mm-hmm. I don't think that that would be impossible. We come up with new slang terms all the time. Mm-hmm. Now everybody running around talking about no cap. Mm-hmm. And that started who's somewhere. Gonna, who's going to Some, monetize that? Though? Who's going to monetize it? White people. But I think, yeah, you look at why. It's not just because... I, we talked about this on the 12 Volts podcast, actually, but, but, but there's a lot of systemic issues because we're not... I'm not saying that we're not monetizing it because we are too dumb to monetize it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of resources needed to monetize stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, to make money off of stuff, to print, print the t-shirt, to put, you know, have the factory to print the stuff. Yeah. You know, or whatever type of products you're using. So, you know, I, I think as uh, black people, we can take power out of the word. We can. the N-word. Because the, personally, that doesn't offend me. Just like how the Confederate flag doesn't offend me, the N-word doesn't offend me. It's not going to make me you know, sweat, not right. gonna make me bat an eye, eyelid, you know. I'm yeah. not going to fight somebody because they said that word. Mm-hmm. But, w- so, what I'm saying, so, does the word not offend you regardless of who uses it or when somebody from your culture uses it? Yeah, so, I mean, somebody outside of my culture is is using that word, 
you know, I'm gonna cut ties with a person who's not cool. I'm not gonna talk to them. Right. You know, but it's not gonna um, offend you if somebody. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna True. Over it. Someone in my culture saying that it's understandable. I wish we could say another word. And, and so that's what I'm saying though. If somebody in our culture uses it, I think that's when our culture should embrace it because our culture is going to continue to use that word. Our culture is gonna continue to use the word, but I, I feel like it's, it's trying to monetize is gonna look silly. But maybe monetize. So maybe monetizing it wouldn't necessarily be the way that we would embrace it. I'm just talking about from generations and generations. It should become a word that shouldn't necessarily be something that's so ashamed of. Because this is we've had so ashamed of. Like are you saying, like we shouldn't be ashamed of each other for using it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Because there's certain there are certain TV shows where you can get away with saying it. Like, um, you know, if it's like a cable TV show, like there might be a certain movie. I'm sure like I've watched a movie. I can't say exactly what name, but I'm sure I've watched a movie or two on BT where the word might come out casually or occasionally. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a huge one. And that's on a, on a, on a platform that black people aren't even owners. But it's like still, I mean, we can, we can say more to each other than that, than the N word. And I'm not just, and I think, it's it, it's hard to have this conversation because uh, African Americans don't have their own language to go right. back to. So I have cultures you know, you, like we're talking about Greek, Italian. You know, they have words that they can say to each other that no one else can understand. Mm, that's deep. So do you think that our slang may be our own language? Yeah, I mean the the N word is the is the first word I think. The N word is the only word that we have that that we use between us. Okay. And I think it's hard to have this conversation because that's. That's, you know, a bad word. Right. Well, that's a, it's derogatory, and there's a lot of other words, you know, that, you know, for instance, a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, if we had a language where, you know, friend was, you know, something that we could use and, and call each other, that would make sense, you know, like how other cultures do. Yeah. You know, ours is a derogatory term that was um, given to us by people who weren't our friend. Right. Definitely. Now we're, now, we're, now we're using that in our own way, but it's still not our word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a word that was given to us because it originated from somewhere else. Yeah. Is why you're saying that it's not our word. Yeah, it's not. It's not our word. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, people were calling it, calling us it, and now we flipped it. And you know, people say, we, you know, we, we're working to take the power out of that word and you know, using it for other things because it does mean multiple different things you mm-hmm. know, when when two people say it to each other. But uh, I wish we could get another word. That I think that that'd be true. That would that would be true true power. Yeah. You know, having a word that we came up with and can use. I do uh, I do agree with you as far as saying that we need our own language. I think that that would be big, especially for the culture. And I think that that's when we would be able to start, like, monetizing certain things. When we go down to something that's basic is that. And it really starts with a lot of the basics. Because what I feel, I from my experiences in life and, and from being surrounded by black culture, I feel like there's a lot of the basics that we missed out on. And so that's why for missing out on all of those basics and then being thrown into this world filled with diversity of opinions, genders and beliefs and 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 all of these different things that people have in America and in today's society, that's sort of the reason on why we we a lot of people view us as lost and a lot of our own people view us as lost and especially our generation. Like people I can count at least Double digit amount of older generation people that's like, yo, this generation is lost. Yeah, everybody says that, man. Like, like their generation wasn't lost or started. I know, or like we didn't pick up behaviors from their generation. Yeah. Like a lot of people just feel like things just started out of the blue for us, and it's like, nah, definitely learn this from the people that came before me. But I like, but like I said, I agree with you saying that we need to adopt our own language and maybe once we do that then things will change maybe once we take so not saying that i mean and i i don't i I, i'm not saying that we should create our own language but i'm saying that we don't have our own language so Mm -hmm. we don't really have any type of really like camaraderie like other ethnic groups have like we're an ethnic group without it's without a language without you know with a culture that we we've um that we've built out of like scraps right so we're trying to figure that out. And, and and you what you were saying about the the basics that brought me back to a, a quote um about booker t washington when he said 
Uh, no race can prosper till it learns that there is as much dignity in tilling a field as it is in writing a poem. Mm. And uh, mm. just, something, just something to think about. And I don't want to make this like the, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm not a Black Panther, folks. I, I don't have on Black Panther. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that there are yeah. things, you know, being a black person, there are things that I can <coughs> point out in my culture, you know, amongst my peers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I have a, an opinion on those things. Right. And, okay, and so just to, to, to go back to the overview, so you feel the biggest way that we can protect our culture is to figure out how we can make money off of the things that people are stealing from our culture? Nah, I don't. I don't think that's the biggest. I don't think that that's... Uh, that's our main goal. That that's a that's a focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'd be nice for JB Blockboy to get money off of the, the shoot. Yeah, off the shoot. Dance so then, the Fortnite game is using it. Right. But I don't think that that's gonna help the overall culture, culture for sure in any way. So then, what would be what would you say is the biggest way from from being in positions of from being in politics as well as being somebody that's in the community as well and knows what both politicians and uh, the people in the community are thinking, what would you say is the biggest way then to protect our culture? I wouldn't say there's there's one Mm -hmm. uh, fix-all. I think we do have to, you know, as a unit, realize that we do have to make sacrifices in order to advance our interests and right. advance our race. Yeah. You know, and what what that sacrifice is, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. What I, everyone's sacrifice could be different. Definitely could be. We do have be. to, you know, sacrifice something because, you know, I want my children to be in a p- better position than, than I am. And that's really what it's about, too. And that's what that that's what we have to focus on, man, is putting mm-hmm. our children in a better place. If you're not doing that, you you're not helping your people. You're not helping your family. Right. But what I'll say to that is this. As somebody that's come from poverty, it's hard to think about the next generation when the current generation is struggling so much. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that a lot of our people being in poverty, which there's a lot of of people are in poverty. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to being in poverty, it's how how can we survive now? Mm Mm-hmm. And still wanting to wanting to live like a normal person. So like people aren't having kids just because they like, I don't care that I'm poor. They like I want kids because I want kids. Want, yeah, do some and I understand. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. That is a thing. And so when people are always like, Oh, well, you know, we gotta think about the next generation, we gotta think about the next generation. I'm not disagreeing with that. That is true. But to tell somebody, Hey, you have to think about what's coming ten years from now when you don't know what's coming tomorrow or you don't know what's coming when the sun goes down, mm-hmm. it's almost a, it's a, it's a reach that's reaching to tell somebody. So, that. Oh yeah. And, and, and I agree with you. So I'm not, I'm not, when I, when I said, said the answer, I'm not saying all people should do this. I know that there's, like I was saying earlier, there's mm-hmm. a lot of systemic reasons why, why we are in the position that we're in. Right. You know, why, why different folks are in the position that they're in. So it's, it's not as easy as saying, Hey, don't, don't do this, or hey, get this type of job. Uh huh. That's not that's not easy at all. Right. I'm just saying that that's, you know, if you're if you're looking for like a long term change, a long term thing. I mean, as far as far as our culture as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's clearly things that a lot, you know, and it's not just black people, but you know, our generation even. We gotta you know, start doing less of certain things and start doing more, more of other things. Other things. Now, yeah. how how we go about doing that, you know. It's gonna, like what I said, sacrifice is going to take sacrifice on everybody's part. If I sure. am in a position to help somebody, I got to do that. Right. That I is true. You know, always look out for myself. I got to make sure knowledge is passed down, make sure knowledge is spread, yeah. make sure opportunity is spread. We have to start making sure we all have opportunities. And then I, I think that the older generation had a better, um, had a better ability to do that. Um, you know, when you have people who participated in things like the civil rights movement who were able to, like, make that sacrifice whatever it was, whether it's being incarcerated or being harassed or assaulted. Yeah, but what, what I say this too, it's like, you know, what were your options? Mm-hmm. You know, if you weren't, you know, helping the, the civil rights movement, you were getting hurt. Definitely. You know. By your own people. Yeah, by your own, or, or just, you know, by the white people who were oppressing you at this, right. at this time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone who was oppressing you. Yeah. So you really, you know, your choices were, were slim. You, you either helped or you didn't help, but mm-hmm. you weren't helping uh you were doing a almost like a disservice to 
to your neighbors. Yeah. So but, it was, a, you know, a lot of, uh, it was like a fight or flight response. But, I mean, that's a lot different than what we have today. Is it, though? I feel like. Because if you don't, if, you, you know, you can, you can, you can be, you can have three, four kids by the time you're 18, you know, get a job, work, mm-hmm. you know, take care of your family, die, you know, yeah. you can do that, you know, without having to worry about um, getting killed for using the wrong bathroom, you know, so right. it's a lot, you know. It's, oh, it's yeah, in that aspect, it is definitely yeah. different. It def- Okay, so definitely there are some huge differences. I feel like now, though, the ways that you will still be affected by not uh, making those sacrifices are in disguise, though. So you'll still be affected, but they'll disguise it with like money or they'll disguise it with a position at a job to make it look like you're not affected, um, whether it's by um, prejudice or being the minority of a, a company that has you know, a majority of one type of ethnicity or culture. Um, so there are, I, I think that in that aspect, physically being able to use different restrooms, yeah, it is definitely different. You don't have to. You know, it has have a psychological effect on you know that type mm-hmm. of thing. It definitely has a psychological effect on you. Mm-hmm. And you can, I mean, there's a lot of people who I know that are from the the South that haven't experienced, um, you know, open racism. Right. Uh, and I have. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Do Do you feel like you could talk about when that time was like? Cause well, I mean, I exp- when I was in preschool, this this kid told me, "I can't invite you to my birthday because you're black." Dang. I was yeah. in preschool. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but, but you can live, you can live in the United States without dealing with racism, you know, depending on where you, you yeah, it, yeah, directly, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, you that might, is true, you, you know, directly. So, you know, that is possible, but some people deal with it. Some people deal with it indirectly and directly. Um, and again, the, those indirect factors do have a psychological effect on you. Right. You know, even just learning about the civil rights movement, learning about slavery in school and thinking about, you know, reading th- those type of books, and then you know all your classmates are white or something like that. You know how the, how you know kids who have to deal with that, how that could affect them. Yeah, yeah, it definitely can. Um, and, and when I always like, I, I told a few people about my experience with it. Um, which they probably the crazy thing is, is like you can be, you can deal, you can be affected by so much racism and not even know it. So the one experience that I'm knew automatically what it was is when I was getting um, like this cop was pretty much like he did a whole little shakedown on me and was like because he accused me of stealing out of a grocery store and I wasn't so he like searching all my stuff and I'm like asking him like yo why are you accusing me of stealing he like well, why are you shopping at the grocery store at 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm like well why is the grocery store 24 hours and then he's like well why are you coming here with a book bag and I'm like I don't have no card bro like what am I supposed to come in here with am I supposed to just carry these plastic bags all the way back to where I walk from and um he just asked me so many different questions and was going through all of these things just to end up saying, I said, well, can you at least apologize since I didn't steal? Just to end up saying, no, nah, I don't have to apologize. It's my job. I'm doing my job. And that was like one of the most belittling. It messes with you, man. It messes with, it messes with you, man. It messes with your mind. But, but I'll say this. You know, yes, racism will always exist in the United States. Mm-hmm. But as far as, um, you know, the advancement, of colored people, black people, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not in the business of like blaming white people all the time for right for black problems. That's I a think. bad business. We're yeah, not getting in that. Yeah, you don't you don't really have to do that. And mm-hmm. I, I think that sometimes people get caught up. I mean, you could write, you could spend hours writing papers about how you know white people have mistreated black people, and now we have all these systemic issues. Yes, we do. But it's our and when I say sacrifices, it's on people who know about them mm-hmm. to tell tell that to people who don't know about it. Right. You know, like okay, yeah, we know that there's food deserts, and um, and I know that they're looking at the food and, and how it affects people. But if I, you know, get 65 and have diabetes and all that stuff like that, I'm I'm 24. I know that that food is bad for me. But if I continue to do it, mm-hmm. you know, even though it tastes good, even though you know, hey, I, I'll say it on the air. I like chitlins. <laughs> yeah. I'll sit on there, I'm not scared. Yeah. But, but so, do, you, you put hot saying? sauce on them? You gotta put hot sauce on You gotta on put hot sauce on them. You do. You do gotta put hot sauce on them. So, 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 yeah, so I do like that stuff, but that food is bad for you. And, and, for sure. And if I, I can't be 65 and get diabetes and say, 
and those white people gave us pork. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm sick because they yeah. gave us slave food and blah, blah, blah. Right. Not, you know, I'm not really, you know, I don't want to you know, be making fun of people who who have said those type of things. I'm just saying, when you're talking about moving our, us forward, that's going to move us forward. Mm. Is, is is looking into the future and le- and spreading this this information right and i i think that's the biggest thing to take away too i think that would probably be the biggest thing to take away from this episode what you just said as far as for us to move forward we got to start blaming people we got to start or and and not saying that okay let's not ever talk about it but let's acknowledge now we have to figure out okay you know there's systemic issues man our education system's messed up so let's get more people into education let's build more schools schools in our own communities you know yeah let's uh you know uh, hire more people in higher education let, you know let's do that stuff let's identify the systemic issues right and let's tackle them one by one right and sometimes i feel like uh we don't necessarily hold ourselves accountable for things and i'm not even and this not this isn't going to be the episode to like really dive into it but i'm gonna just say this just because i'm always say what i want on it's your show man. it's my show do, it's my platform so i can say what i want and that cool? All right, so, hey, but see, but see, that's what people need to learn. Like, we have these issues with the way that society or media or whatever it is treats us, and we feel so limited by these things. We live in a time now where it's like, okay, if you don't like what you see on TV, make something. Create something. Like, that's a real possibility. Like, I created this because I was tired of hearing other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's with And that's with anything, man, because, yeah, there's... You, we're always gonna. I mean, this is the United States, man. Like, if you, you know, whatever these different groups have been oppressed and all that stuff. So you, you gotta, you gotta create for your own. You do. Like you can't, you know, blame. Yeah, TV. There's not that, you know, many great. I don't watch. You know, I don't watch cable TV for that. You know, reason. right. There's not a lot of shows that appeal to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't like, I can't spend you know every waking hour like blaming TV executives for not making black TV shows. You definitely can't. Yeah, you so can't I do that. Watching it. You gotta stop. That's that's my thing. That's how I I tackle things. Other people do things differently. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's me. And 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 typically I would say, but that's okay. But I feel like for us to advance, we all need to figure out a way to tackle something, and we all need to work on that one thing. Yeah. Like a lot of people will be on the show and be like, "No, I completely agree with everything that you said." But nah, I agree with that. You tackle your stuff your way, but I think that if your way shows that it works, then however many millions of us need to figure out, okay, Eric Moore is t- attacking it this way. Let's attack it this way for however many years, whether it's 10 years, five out, years. Man. Let's try and it it's out. It's supposed to be, like, like, that's, and that's what my thing about saying sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying as far as just look at, you know, because uh, I could, you know, kind of what Devin was saying, that you can't expect people not to have kids and, and, all, and all that stuff. Right. Right, so we have to look at the systemic issues and, and, and figure those out. You, you, you're not going to stop things from happening that already happened, but we got to, Learn how to slow things down, and and it's gonna you know the, these sacrifices are gonna be tough, man. It's it's supposed to be tough if we want to uh, move forward. You know, uh, you know tension creates growth. Right. You know you need that you need that tension. You definitely do. And so, so y'all need to write these down. What was the the first one was well not that these are the only ways, but one of the first things that we said was monetizing. Yeah. Um, the things that our culture does is a way. Yeah, to and the things that and 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 your listeners, man. Figure out how to monetize what you do, what you're good at. Right. And figure out how to make money off of it. You like taking pictures. You like talking. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you do that. See if there is a market for that and, you know, see what you can do. Right. Um, what was the second thing we said? Uh, we spoke about, we talked about, um, not not that this was one of the ways to protect the culture, but one of the things that our culture could start doing is, even if it's a totally different word, but just coming up with our own dialect to have with each other and, Letting that be a part of our thing and stop looking at everything as, oh, that's a new slang term. Stop using it. Or whoever is shutting down all these new terms. Yeah, Maybe I mean, we it's should. Like posi- and, and positive affirmations in there, you know. Call, mm-hmm. You don't have to call uh, call each other kings. But, I mean, like, you know, you don't have, you don't have to call yourself the N-word either. Right. I mean, there's, there's, there's other things you can use. And look up other languages. Look up what other people are calling each other. Um, Urban Dictionary, man. Believe be it or not, there. be careful. Yeah, but it can be. It can, it be, can be helpful because definitely. a lot of things that that were used as slang are being added in the Webster. Mm. Ain't, ain't is in there. It's informal, but ain't is in there as are not. No cap. No cap. 
<laughs> no cap. But and it's like it's those, those type of things where we know what we're talking about. Devin and I know what each other are talking about, but there might be you know, that like somebody Donald else. Trump figure that doesn't know what we're talking about, and you can use it. Yeah, he's gonna be so confused. Hey. And you can confuse him, and you can confuse him. And, and there you go. Just and then you could take power life. out of the MAGA hat if it has power in your life because you can throw it around these cold yeah. terms. Do what you want, man. And that's the, that's the thing about life. You can literally do whatever you want. So when you, you pop try. When you pop in, you can do what you want. You do what you want when you pop in. You got to try to pop, though, first. You got to try to pop, though. You got to pop first. Right yeah. now, we popping. Yeah. 12 Votes is popping. Outrighteous Podcast is popping. You got to try, man. You, you, you went out and researched... Equipment and all that stuff like that, and you did it yourself. For sure, you, you know you made it your own. Definitely, and you did it, and you started it, and you took that leap of faith, that tension. It that might, is true. Been, you know, you might have been nervous to text people your, to listen to your podcast and all that stuff. Right. You know, but tension creates growth. Do something every day that makes you uncomfortable. Man, free jewelry, free jewelry. All right, Eve. Yeah. Well, we are an hour in. Um, that's all the information that. I brought for you. Is there anything that you wanna you wanna throw out there for people listening? Any? Uh, yeah, check out the Twelve Votes podcast. Definitely check out Twelve um, Votes podcast. You know, and support your friends, man. Support your friends for sure. Support, support your friends. Support people who support you. Everybody. And support people who don't support you, but just support your your culture. Uh, big people up. Positive affirmations. Yeah. Can we not be? And this is this is not even a UE. This is for anybody who listening. Can we not be as hard on like black businesses as we are? We like really critical. Well, but we really critical though. Yeah. We are we are really critical. We're really critical. But if if you get our order wrong one time, we done with you. Okay. But we'll I go to Wendy's and be hit on by a dude, and still go back. That's because you liked it. <laughs> uh, let me say let me say this. We do. Yeah. I think we have to treat everybody equally. Right. That's my thing. Not that you don't have to be as hard. But treat people equally and, and, and be equal in in what you're doing in your business. Because mm-hmm. I have, I, I definitely support black businesses. I try to support black businesses as much as possible. Man, I went to this one place. Man, the food was so-so. Yeah. Then I got went back, but I catered it for a company. Yeah. And they didn't cook my rice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a huge pan of rice. They didn't cook my rice. This is a soul food restaurant. They did not cook my rice. You know what I'm saying? So I'm done with them. But it's like, you know, I gave them a chance, but I'm not bashing them. You know, I'm not going to say the name of the company. I'm not going to bash them. But no, we can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't cut the, you know what I'm saying? I can't cut the second bell or I'm about to order from them again. You know, I, sh- I should have went and got my food burger. I was trying to be nice. And right. then treat them like how we treat a normal business because they're black. But we can't do that. We got to hold each other accountable, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Hold each other accountable, but treat everybody equally. Mm. So support that black, you know, when your, your friend, you know, texts you about something, don't try to get a discount for it. Support them fully. Right. You know, support them fully. Um, but then it goes to say, don't. Now, if you have your own business, don't text your friend that you know doesn't have any money asking for fifty dollars for a T-shirt. Hey, that is true. You know, you gotta go both ways because you know how your friends are. You, you know, if your friends are broke and you start a business expecting, first of all, if your friends are broke, I don't want to say get some new, but you need, you, need, <laughs> you need like you need like-minded friends because how are you gonna start a, because yeah. you know, your friends are gonna support your business. You gotta be the first supporter. Mm-hmm. So you know you can't open up a expensive T-shirt company or whatever. You know, whatever the heck you're selling. And but, expect them to buy it. But it's many and ways upset to, when they buy it. Right. And there's many other ways to support besides finances. Yeah. You know, somebody could shout it out. Like shout it yeah. out on Instagram and Twitter and but Facebook. Support is a it, big but don't thing. act funny, you know, when you see your friend trying to do something just because what well, I don't know what I'm saying. Don't don't be upset, man. Support <laughs> yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah, support. I feel like well, I'm, I'm just saying support. Yo, he ain't here getting friends. passionate right now about no, this. No, I'm, I'm not passionate. Well, but I'm saying I s I've tried to support my friends, I've tried to support black business. Uh-huh. Uh but we gotta hold each other equally. Cause I mean, it goes on both sides, you know. It definitely does. It yeah, does. It goes on both sides. You can't. So you, gotta... you can't give Wendy's more chances than you would give B and M's. Man, and it wasn't B and M's. You can't. You can't do that. Though. It wasn't. It wasn't B and M's. Yeah, you can't. You gotta be. But see, the thing is, when it's a small, you know, you sometimes you can't. You know, Wendy's is a is you know, a large Wendy's. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, but you know, they the they person. Have some but see, they have standards. That's that's why when Wendy's messes up your orders, they're like, "Man, y'all have these computers and all that stuff like that, and you still mess up my order." So I know something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. You know, because they have these standards and these 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 set procedures. So when like this other restaurant, you know, the mom and pop restaurant doesn't do that, and they 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 don't cook your food. Right. You know. I don't know. But don't you know? Bad, just let them know. Yeah, don't, don't, don't bash. bash don't you know, go in. Public on Cause, Facebook. Yo, cause Pete, yeah, 
Leave Facebook alone. Leave Facebook man. out of it, please. Uh, or yeah. maybe if you go back in a second time, how you did, you'll get a better order. Now, granted, you didn't. I got a worse. Yeah, I got a worse order. You got a worse. <laughs> but third time's always been a no. charm, though. Third time's a charm. Have you gone back a third Fool time? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times. Forget the peace signs. Wow. J. Cole. <laughs> Yo, but listen, no. Have you? <laughs> Y'all can probably tell without me listening to J. Cole. <laughs> have you been back a third time? No. I will not be back a third time. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be a third time, man. What if Bush said, fool me three times? You, you won't fool me again. Yeah. No, that's what Bush said, but we yeah. go by what Cole said. No, nah, man, I go by what Bush said. Fool me three times. Yeah. You, you ain't fooling me again. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we've been at, t- uh, at it for an hour now. Um, you don't have anything else to add? You don't have anything? 12 Votes Podcast, y'all. 12 Votes Podcast. I, I won't say why we it's called 12 Votes Podcast. You just got to check it out, listen to it. Yeah, check that out, man. And, uh, man, yeah, support, support your local artists. And, and listen, and I'm telling you as a listener and somebody who subscribed to the 12 Votes Podcast, that's a platform you need to listen to, okay? Because they talk about things that you might not get from me. Because they, there are things that they are more educated on that they talk about over there that I personally listen to to educate myself. Um, so I think that that's something that anybody who listens to the Outrighteous podcast, when you get done listening to this episode or whatever episode you're listening to, click right over to the 12 Votes podcast because you're probably at work. Okay? You oh, probably. Real, real quick, let me. What's up? Hey, hey, this Valentine's Day, 2019, women take your men out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off 2019. We're gonna do a whole different thing. Yo, it's gonna be a whole new year, man. It's all about equality, claim man. It, man. We're all equal. Claim we claim, are equal. Claim your Take your man out. Take I your had, man out for Valentine's. Day. I definitely had a girl take me out for Valentine's Day one time, but it was to- it wow, was intentional. That, that, okay. Listen, what Life happened flex. was okay. my card got declined. Oh man. So she was like, "I'll just pay for That's it." Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Shouts out to you. You yeah, know who you your, are. Take your man out for look, and that, that's that's all I was trying to say too. It's like you know we have so much power. With that was talking about the culture. We mm-hmm. have so much power. We can really do what we want to do. We can shift the culture. People really listen to you, and you never know who's watching you. And people really listen to us uh, to see what's cool and see what what the thing is to do. Right. Take your man out this Valentine's Day. Oh, that's deep. Later. Yeah. It's it's you 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 control uh, your fate, man. You can you choose what you want to do. Choose what you want to do. You know, just not be held back by by anything that happened in the past. You know? Yeah. Let's live our own futures. Twelve Volts Podcast. Um, I'm gonna tag your Instagram in this as well, so people can yeah, follow yeah, you on Instagram. IG. Yeah, IG is what Eric can't jump. Eric can't jump. Yeah. But he can jump though. Yeah. I don't know if he could jump anymore, but he used to. Hey, can I you still, still jump? It. I still got it. He don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> he don't got it. Um. So yeah, shouts out to the Twelve Volts Podcast and Demar. Sheffy. Yeah, Demar Sheffy, man. And, um, uh, we'll be having some guests on there as well, some powerful uh, leaders, so definitely tune in. Yeah, definitely tune in to that. Thank you, Devin, for having me on. Hey, thank um, you for saying thank you. you yeah, you're the second you person to, to say I'm happy to be here, wow. so that means a lot. Thank you to the Outrageous Podcast. Thank yeah. you for uh, the studio for letting us record For here, sure. Shouts out to the studio, the yeah. whole, everybody at the studio, the yeah, engineer. Shout, yeah. The uh, everybody. Shouts out to everybody. The bottle girls. I don't know why there's bottle <laughs> girls in here. Hey, that was a big time. For sure, man. man. Yeah, man, we doing it. But no, seriously. All right, thank you for listening to another episode of the Outrighteous Podcast. If you like this episode, leave some feedback, man. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox. Um, what else are we on? We on Anchor. Um, wherever you find us, man, uh, subscribe, rate, review. And if you can't find us somewhere where you do listen to your podcast, send us an email at outrighteouspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Outrighteous Podcast on Instagram as well. I got to get us on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Y'all let me know where, what's the second platform that I need to jump on. But thank you for listening. Subscribe, rate, review. And then after you do that, click over to the 12 Volts Podcast and listen to Eric and DeMar talk about some funny but also serious topics themselves. All right, until next time, y'all.